So I say, take ownership. Take extreme ownership. Don't make excuses. Don't blame any other person or any other thing. Get control of your ego. Don't hide your delicate pride from the truth. Take ownership of everything in your world, the good and the bad. Take ownership of your mistakes, take ownership of your shortfalls, take ownership of your problems, and then take ownership of the solutions that will get those problems solved. Take ownership of your job, of your team, of your future, and take ownership of your life. And lead. Lead yourself and your team and the people in your life lead them all to hey victory folks, welcome to another episode of burning the boats weekly ramble uh today i'm going to talk about um one of my favorite books of all time um it was a book that um i would say probably had more impact to like changing my course of um mindset uh, the way I looked at everything psychologically, stuff like that. And the book is Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink. Um, if you haven't read the book, go out and get it. It's, it's, I don't care what career you're in, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you have a nine to five, um, whether you're retired, uh, whether you're a teenager, you know, there are practical, um, lessons in that book that can be applied to all walks of life. Um, but again, the name of the book is Extreme Ownership. And since I've read that book, um, I have diligently practiced um, basically the, the ideas and the thoughts, um, principles in that book. Um, the main principle is pretty simple. You just own everything in your life. And I don't mean materially own it you know i'm not talking about own everything you use your house your car stuff like that which is great if you do own those things but i'm talking about owning situations owning mindset owning outcomes um and circumstances and things that happen and occur on a daily weekly monthly yearly basis throughout life um and what that leads to that mindset for those that can practice it and ultimately get there to that mindset, it leads to a, a basically a no excuse mentality. Meaning when bad things happen in life um, or bad things happen in business or bad things happen in sports, you name it, plug whatever you want into it here. Um, if you can look at it from the lens of it was nobody else's fault, it was my fault. And yeah, realistically, some things are out of your control. You can't control some circumstances. But if you train your mind to try to look at everything that way as if you can, the actual things you can control and have influence over begin to improve because you own them. You own them. Nobody else does. You don't point fingers. You don't blame. You don't make excuses. Um, you own it. So with that mentality, and, and I'll, I'll give a few examples of how it applies to, to life and business and whatnot. Um, and I'll give an example of one of the first houses I flipped 
Now, I, I had a few rental houses at this point, but this was the first house I flipped. Um, so I bought it with the intent of um, selling it on the back end and making a profit, right? So I bought the house really cheap. Uh, and I, I won't get into all the numbers because it'll take a while to explain all those. But I bought the house relatively cheap. Um, and I had a budget to renovate the house of about $25,000, right? That, that was my budget. And if I had hit the budget on target, um, then I would have, I was set to profit on this particular flip around $60,000. So I bought it at a really good price, didn't need too much work initially. Um, and if all that checked out, I was gonna stand to make a good chunk of money on this flip. So when I bought it, just for, and I was buying it as is, but just for my um, individual uh, underwriting and to kind of know what I was dealing with, I paid to have an inspection done on this house. Inspector goes under, uh, the house is about 1,500 square feet, but there was about a 400 square foot addition off the back of the house that had been added on, you know, within the last 20 years, 30 years probably. It was an older house. That addition had a very tight crawl space relative to the rest of the house. So the inspector goes, inspects everything, everything looks fine, but he put a note in the inspection that he could not access the crawl space on, on the addition. So therefore he was not able to see underneath, couldn't see the floor joists, how everything looked under there. Um, I made the decision, well, if the rest of the house looks good, this is a newer part of the house, it's gotta be fine, right? So we get into the rehab. I get my contractors in there, they're doing all their stuff. Um, we get everything done, it's perfect. Um, we get the house ready to hit the market. We stage the house. I pay a stager to put furniture in the house and it looks good. Offers start pouring in, home run, right? The, I accept an offer, we put it under contract, they do their own inspection. That inspector got underneath the crawl space, the addition crawl space, and it was an absolute crap show. Horrible termite damage. Um, how it was in just that section and not the others, I, I still don't know to this day. Horrible termite damage, water damage, rot, to the point where it was unsafe for them to be under the house inspecting it due to potential collapse. Boards were, floor joists were completely rotted um, and ate up with termites. So $50,000 later, I had to basically rip up the entire addition down to the dirt and rebuild it. Um, and, and then I had to fix some other things that came up as well. $50,000 later, um, we had it backstaged and on the market and it sold. I made maybe five grand net on that whole, whole project. So what I could have done when I got the news that that crawl space was jacked up or, or screwed up and had to be, you know, it was going to cost me a lot of money. I could have blamed that initial inspector. I, and I wanted to, my mentally, I wanted to say, why didn't he just go under there? You know, he, he should have gone, gone under there. I did not allow myself to do that. I took ownership. I should have gone back to him and say, Hey, I need you or somebody to go under and look in this crawl space to make sure we're good here. Um, so I owned it. I brushed it off. I practiced resilience. 
um, and I brushed that problem off, figured out how to solve it, let's fix this and move on. And that's just a real estate example of me taking extreme ownership of a situation. I could have sat in that problem for a while and tried to fight with the original inspector and you know figure out which I wouldn't have gotten anything out of it anyway, but it would have been a waste of time and resource and energy. So other areas in life where you can practice extreme ownership, it's just everyday life. You know, um, you get a flat tire. It sucks. Own it. Fix it. Figure out a way to fix it and move on about your day. Don't sit in that problem. Own the problem. Say, okay, this is my problem. I'm going to fix it. Let's go. Um, you're not hitting some of your goals. Um, let, let's go to athletics, sports. Um, I hear, you know, my kids are in all kinds of sports. I refuse to hear and make excuses for them. I will not do it. If they lose every match in a wrestling tournament or jujitsu tournament, softball game, baseball game, uh, whatever the heck they're into, um, they will never hear me. Yeah, buddy, you did good today, but you know, the, the umpires, they were horrible or the rain. If it wouldn't have been raining, you could have played better and you probably would have won. Or that kid you just wrestled had way more experience than you. You did pretty good, but he had way more experience. That's why you didn't win. No, it's none of that. You didn't win or you didn't perform well because you didn't perform well. Simple as that. Now let's go back to the drawing board and fix it and get better for next time. I hear a lot of parents when their kids don't perform as they expect their kids to, blaming the umpires, blaming the refs, blaming the weather, saying that other kids are sandbagging and their parents are supporting it and blah, blah, blah. All these things. Stop it. Stop making excuses for yourself and your kids and own it. It is your fault. It is your kid's fault that they are not winning or they are not performing well. Now, I'm not saying that it's their fault because they've done something bad. They just need to try harder and train harder. And so do you. You need to train your mind harder to not blame other people. Just own the situation and make sure it's better next time. Um, as you can see, I can get pretty passionate about this topic because um, I hate excuses. I don't want to hear them. I don't want to hear people talking about they can't do something. You know, within reason, everybody can do anything they want to do. I cannot go dunk a basketball. Can't do it. it, it Scientifically, physically, will never happen. I can't do it. So, yes, I can say I can't dunk a basketball. But I can't say that something like, um, you know, I can't own 5,000 rental units. Yes, I can. I'll figure out. I'll take ownership. I, can't, I won't say, oh, the guys that do that have so much money and cash and backing and they have all the political connections to – and the locations they're buying in and blah, blah, blah. No, I won't say any of that. If that's a goal I want, I'm going to go get it, and I will not say I can't do it or make excuses as to why I, I can't do it. It's all on me. I own it. So I challenge you first and foremost to go read that book, Extreme Ownership by Jocko. He's got a couple other follow-up books to that that kind of tie into it that are very good. Um, secondly, again, like, like everything I say, look in the mirror um, and ask yourself, the next time that you want, you're tempted to make an excuse, you're tempted to blame somebody else or something else as to why you're not getting the outcome you want. Try to take a step back and say, okay, how, how could I have influenced this situation better to make a better outcome? What did I do that can be corrected next time so that this doesn't happen? And if the answer to that is what would have been an excuse, oh, it's because of this person, 
Well, what can I do to make sure that person doesn't make that mistake next time around? Do I eliminate them from the situation or do I coach them and train them to do better next time? Because ultimately it falls on me and it falls on you. So train it, learn it, practice it, take extreme ownership. Your life will be better because of it. We'll see you next time on Burning the Boats presented by 608B Capital. Have a good day.